Hey guys, Mubarak here. If you're at all interested in crypto trading, investing, and figuring out what are the best altcoins to invest in now, check out altcoinresearch.com. We just launched our new course that goes through the A to Z, regardless of your background or experience. And I know you guys are going to love it. So go check it out. Hey guys, this is Mubarak of In Penny Stock. Hope you're doing well. Today I have with me an awesome guest, founder of Livetree Adip. And what I want to do today is really dive deeper into him, his background, and then what we've been kind of focusing on recently is more of the ICO process, the initial coin offering. And he's going through it right now, having raised millions of dollars and still in it right now. So I want him to kind of be able to educate you guys on how the process is running and kind of dive deeper into this crypto world so we can understand it a bit more. So Ashley, thanks so much for coming on. Um, if it's all right with you, I'd love for you to kind of give a little bit about your background and kind of how you got started in all this. Sure. So, well, uh, just a short background about myself. You know, thanks for having me on, firstly. Definitely. Uh, so I was born in London. I studied computer science out in Seattle. I guess, you know, I had a little bit of the American dream in the sense that I, um, I worked out there. We came from a pretty poor background. I uh, put myself through uni, uh, studied computer science, and got to work with some amazing people out there. Worked with Microsoft, and then went on to work with the founders of Winamp. And I think that's where I started, really started to see how we could use technology uh, in an entrepreneurial way to start start a business. Uh, especially with Winamp, it was uh, community-based and donation-based. It was the first kind of freemium way out there. Uh, so after exiting there, we came back. I came back to London. Uh, started a gaming company out in Switzerland, and then uh, moved back to London and did a, uh, did quite some time in in tier one investment banks in the, the area of regulatory compliance, and you know became quite frustrated with how how the, how the global financial system works and really how it's set up for that top one percent, mm-hmm. and so I started thinking about you know going back to my entrepreneurial days and thinking about how do we build something that will help uh, creativity and also generate a successful funding model. And crowdfunding was just started really back then. And it was, uh, I started looking at the different crowdfunding models and we built a unique system when compared to Kickstarter or Indiegogo. Uh-huh. And we specialized in film, TV and content. And we're now at the next stage of, of the next generation of the platform. And that's really a live tree of debt. And it's, you know, I'm super excited about this platform. Um, but yeah, that's, that's a little bit about me and how we got there. Okay, awesome, awesome. And when, was this something kind of you stumbled upon as you were looking at crowdfunding models? Like why, uh, so why don't you tell us a little bit about what LiveTree does and kind of how you went yeah. from looking at crowdfunding models to wanting to implement it in that industry? Yeah, so crowdfunding, uh, you know, I, we started two years ago. So, you know, it was really, really before, well, Ethereum was, what, 2014, right? Yeah. So, you know, crowdfunding in ICO space was, was something completely different. Yeah. And, you know, we, uh, that was a very much at its infancy. And the reason I started looking at crowdfunding was because it required no equity up front from the, from the point of view of a project creator. But one of the central challenges for, let's say you're running a Kickstarter project, is that you have to do all of the marketing. So it's all down to you. Mm -hmm. So what's the best way to do marketing? It's actually through word of mouth. 
your personal recommendations, right? Mm-hmm. So the last time that someone recommended something to you, maybe a friend, or you watched that TV program and you, you were talking about it with your colleague or whatever, that's actually the best way to, to promote a project and advertise. And it's something we've been doing since the dawn of man, right? Yeah. So we built a crowdfunding model where people could allocate some of the percentage that they raise to organizations, to influencers, to friends, to supporters. So it really built a community around around the project itself, which is, you know, we saw some amazing traction. We've captured 5% of the UK market share and we've crowdfunded, you know, a few hundred projects now, wow. specifically within film, TV and content. And we've built up some industry partners um, who are leading names, so such as Red Rock Entertainment, the British Film Institute, uh, Film London, about 20, 30 other organizations. Wow. We have about 15, 14,000 currently in our supplier directory. And the, the reason that we looked at the next generation of the platform is really to solve the real world problems that creators are having in film, TV, and content right now. And that's really about trying to get the content onto screen. Uh-huh. And, you know, it's about the Hollywood industry itself, um, how that works and how that functions. And it's about rubbing shoulders with the right people. So we wanted to build an end-to-end platform. So from the, not just funding, and yeah. this goes beyond crowdfunding, right? And what, what we're talking about is uh, from production through to the funding stage, all the way through to distribution. And how do we capture market share in this $500 billion uh, industry? Yeah. And we do that by, by you know, employing one of the time-tested principles, which is uh, community-based uh, marketing, right? So it's yeah. about building a community around the project itself and utilizing the benefits of what the blockchain can offer to bring in... Um, you know, unique selling points that will move not just indies and current uh, filmmakers, but the professionals as well, and disrupt the entire industry. Hmm. I see, I see. So could you go a little bit more specific into how you're doing that? With What has the blockchain allowed for you to do that's hmm. helped evolve your business? So the central, well, there's three reasons really why we use the blockchain. The first is something called digital rights management. Now, this is a big business. It's run by, you know, the set, all of the leading players are in there. So that's Google. They have a system called Widevine. Apple have something called Fairplay. Uh, Microsoft have ReadyPlay and so on. So, so looking at the blockchain, and when I say digital rights management, I mean the process of attributing and licensing intellectual property okay so that's the film itself right yeah so previously you needed to be a high net worth individual to to break into the investment pool for for hollywood Mm -hmm. and essentially what we are doing is we're utilizing the blockchain to store that digital rights management because it's it's the perfect ledger yeah yeah but what what it also enables us to do is to tie in transactions so that means people behind the screen the community, the general public, can now own what they watch mm. and interact with it in a completely different way. Yeah. And this is this is so exciting because you know, when I think about entertainment, it's not just it's not just fun, right? I mean it's it helps drive our values, it helps drive our thoughts. And, and culture beliefs, essentially, you know? yeah. Our culture, yeah, right? And um 
and it's there's a there's a lot of censorship going on, not just in the Hollywood circles, but you know within the big internet behemoths as well. Uh-huh. You know, I'm sure you, you know you're familiar with YouTube's policies, and uh, you know Netflix has their own artificial set of rules and all that. Yeah, limited. You know, it's all about centralization, right, and holding control. And you know, the the Hollywood execs are doing exactly the same thing as these internet behemoths now. Um, so. How do we break down those barriers and how do we create win-wins? So the first step is to put digital rights into the platform. So not only can you fundraise for rewards, uh, you can also fundraise to, to sell the IP, essentially, sell the intellectual property. Yeah. And because we are an end-to-end platform and we're going beyond just funding, we're going through to the distribution stage, you can also earn from the distribution itself. So that means you can earn from the content itself as it gets published. So, you know, on YouTube, and you can think about this as an, you know, as a, as an evolution. Mm-hmm. So you had YouTube, which has an advertising model, right? Which I'm sure you're familiar with. Yeah. You, know, you, you get paid. They get, they take most of the ad money and then they give you something. Right? Yeah. Um, so Netflix has a subscription-based model. So how do we... If now imagine if you're back or part of this community that's surrounding this project, uh, you can now earn in the same ways through how the content gets distributed. And if it goes out to cinemas, uh, if it goes onto screen, you can profit just the same way that the studios can. Oh, um, so it. using our network, you know, you'll have the ability to get uh, on that. publish not to, to not just to YouTube, not to Vimeo. Uh, not to our own channel, which is called Blossom, uh, but through to the through to the mainstream broadcasters as well. Yeah. So this is, you know, yeah, this is, is going to change how we interact, and it's we design design the the entire platform with real world problems in mind. You know, so it was really thinking about these guys get funded, but how do they get on screen? Yeah. You know, what's that process, and how do we change the market so that the community can start building a different type of, of industry. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty awesome. You know, now that I get the kind of the full concept of it, that's uh, that makes a lot yeah, of sense. It's, yeah. it's really, uh, you know, it's, I'm so excited about it. And, you know, you know, we didn't quite finish talking about why, why we use the blockchain, but you know, another key part of this is the seed token itself, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you, if you think about dollars, you know, dollars are power, and the Hollywood studios have that power. So yeah. how do we take that power back? And that's through C. And we've created an incentive mechanism into C. So as, you, as you're starting to watch your content, and you're starting to view it you know, through Blossom TV, you can share it, and you can earn C. Um, and you can, we've, we're, we're going to build in a gamification process. So okay. you can be a real part of the content itself so that means you can choose the stars of tomorrow you can start thinking about what stories do you want to see coming on board and this is going to open up a whole different paradigm of different types of content you know whether you're a scientist whether you're a penny stock trader you know it's going to open up new channels of information and in a collaboration uh, format that you can not only take uh, through online channels but then get onto tv as well through the, through wow. the main broadcasters um and i see that as the revolution and i'm you know this is this is the thing that drives me and uh you know 
we need to, you know, the timing in the market is right. I mean, you're really familiar probably with how timing in the market is, is so crucial to launching a product. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, now the public, I mean, we didn't know, that, you know, all of this, all of media was going to come out with the insights into the Hollywood back when we started as a year. Yeah, ago. yeah. But, <laughs> But, you know, the, the public are starting to get this now. Yeah. And they're also, the industry itself recognize it needs, needs to change. So, you know, it's a perfect coming, and the technology is here as well, right? So we're based on the Ethereum blockchain. And the Ethereum blockchain has evolved now to a point where, you know, it's robust enough to build an industry disrupting yeah. platform. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty exciting. Nice, nice. That's awesome. And so now that you've found kind of like the right product market fit and you know that this is the right time, is that what led to um, going into doing the ICO as a method of financing for the company or? Well, so being a community based platform, um, you know, we haven't taken any, we haven't taken any private equity. Okay. We wanted to be, you know, and that's very unusual for the ICO space. And yeah, you know, we can talk about ICOs and this whole pro, this whole crazy world of ICOs. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I can give you some insight into maybe a bit later. Mm -hmm. But you know the, you know the whole reason that we started this platform and the whole way that we're going to change the market is through people who people who view this content. You know, people who have that fourth foresight to see that we can change. Uh, you know, five hundred billion dollar industry. We can own that. Yeah. And you know, that's it's through and that token itself is that ability to take take that power back. Um, so it's really fundamental to the whole project as as a whole. It's not just a mechanism of funding. And that's the seed token. Yes, correct. Got it. Got it. So and that's kind of what you're putting out to the market so that they can start utilizing that and use that to then, it kind of goes back to the gamification thing that you were discussing before, where they can use that to put on their shows or their content and promote it further upward. Absolutely. Okay. And so if you also think about uh, supply and demand, I mean, you're familiar with this. So Seed is created with, within a fixed supply. Okay. And, right, so currently we have, if you look at the crowdfunding market, uh, Kickstarter charges something like you know five percent, um, and it ranges up to like twenty percent, right? Because we're an end-to-end -end platform, we're only going to charge two point five percent, and all of those fees are are paid in seed. That means seed is reacquired from the market, and demand is created. So just crowdfunding alone, that's globally one billion, right? Mm -hmm. And I think we could really take a large part of that market because we are an end-to-end -end platform there's nothing out there we're completely unique yeah um, in this platform itself the second part of where the where the fees and, and uh, value starts coming is if you think about your netflix subscription right um so blossom tv will have what's called a pre-paid view model and a and a subscription model this is something completely original with and unique with the white paper yeah uh, and again that's paid in seed so if you think about uh, your subscriptions now with with Netflix, that's you know close to six billion revenue in, in just within Netflix. I mean, dominates about fifty percent of the market. The third major revenue stream for for the C token is the contracts itself. 
So when you make a contract with the broadcasters, uh, that's now quite costly and it takes a lot of time. Mm -hmm. So by using smart contracts, we can lower those costs, uh, but again, take a percentage out of it, which again is paid in seed, again, dry, uh, creates demand. Yeah. And, you know, hopefully, well, it increases its expected value, right? Got it, so, got it. I see. Yeah. So tell me where you guys are at currently with the process. Like, are you guys doing two rounds? Are you doing one round? I've seen a lot of people recently starting to do two rounds. Uh, give me some insight into your take on it. When you sat down with your team and decided you want to do this, what kind of things did you guys discuss and go over? Yeah, so we, we decided for two rounds. And uh, the first round, we really wanted to focus on our existing member base. Okay. So we came up with, you know, all kinds of the best kind of discounts that we could because we see that as being the initial community that will then engage with the wider entertainment industry. So there's a lot of CEOs that I speak to within you know, production and within different types of uh, producers and so on mm -hmm. who have no idea about blockchain. Like most of the most of the film industry have no idea about blockchain. Yeah. Um, but you know, we wanted to focus the pre-sale on the people that do understand what how the market can change, and uh, our internal uh, current community already. Uh, so we put in some really great discounts to foster that initial engagement. Okay. And then we're gonna, and it's it's ten percent of the raise. But using that, we can then go and leverage our contacts to to drive the main sale, which is up to fifty million. Wow. Okay. And you said it was, uh, it's up to 10%. Is there a reason for that t uh, cap that you're putting on it? Like, is there a reason you don't just keep it open? Is that because there's a fixed yeah, amount? Um, yeah. Well, the reason is because we've, we've put in, you know, several large discounts already for the pre-sale. So mm -hmm. you're getting 50% discount in the pre-sale. Wow. Okay. Uh, we've put in a lottery. Uh, as well, so if you if you put ten ETH or more in, you get your name in a hat. You can get up to two hundred thousand seed, wow. and there's also some further discounts with you know depending on how much you put in. So it's you know we 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 had to you know those that was the best we could offer um, yeah. to 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 be able to get the funding that we need to actually build the project. Wow. Um, so it was really it was really about. How do, what's the best incentive program we could put together for the pre-sale, but we had to cap it at five mil because that's that was what we need, you know, the further amount of the raise yeah. would detract from that. Okay, got it, got it, I see. And so now for my audience or for people in general, right, if they wanted to invest into this ICO, um, what kind of, you know, we've seen in the news sometimes people the ICOs are being very popular, but it's just sometimes there's there's a lot of kind of schemes around it too. Um, a lot of hackers, phishing sites. So what type of, uh, this is almost like a two-pronged question. One is like, what would you recommend an investor look into about a company? So, I mean, Livetree or even not Livetree, right? If you were to recommend or yeah. tell a colleague of yours how they should go about investing in ICO, what should they look at? Yeah. And two, how can uh, they protect themselves to make sure they don't fall into any kind of scheme yeah so i think the first and maybe third question might be tied together there mm -hmm. but the first question um is really you know in i've been looking at the space and you know there's some people that just have a white paper 
they have no existing business, they've never actually made a transaction in their life, yeah. they have no industry partners, um, you know, they don't have a reputable business behind it. And, you know, coming from the real world where we, you know, we launched a, a platform and we built our credibility uh, within the industry. And that takes a lot of time. You know, it took us two years to, to really, you know, the first year we really learn how to get, approach the market, what are the needs of the market, um, how do you foster that first transaction, right? Most, yeah. of, these, most of these businesses, you know, I don't call a business a business until it's actually made its first sale. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, it's all just... <laughs> It's all just hot air on Especially in today's world. I mean, you have people only losing yeah. money and running businesses. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Or you have, you know, the other side of it, if you look at the, you know, the kind of um, Snapchats who, you know, they've launched, but they're, they're making money out of your content. Yeah. Which is the paradigm that we're changing. But, um, you know, aside from that, it's really looking at, does it have a track record? Um you know, have they actually made any transactions? Are they, you know, can they actually build software that is transactional and is out in the real world? I think those are those are part of, you know, how you would look at a project. Um, I think the second part is why are they using the blockchain? What's what's the reason? Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of people that are going into this to raise funds. Um, and is it a practical application for the blockchain? Is it solving a real-world problem? And there's a lot of people, are, you know, I think a lot of these people promise a lot of things, but they haven't actually researched why they should use the blockchain. What are the benefits of the blockchain? Um, you know, what, which, which chains did they actually evaluate? Um, and read the white paper. You know, I think, you know, be thorough and read the white paper. Um, yeah, I think that's. What was the second part of your question? Sorry. Yeah, no, and that, and that was that's exactly kind of what I was looking for. Was that kind of mindset or insight people should have before they decide? And so, so going into the next thing would be, um, how can they like how how do you recommend people or when you're even trying to teach people how to invest in the live tree seed? How 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 would they do that? If today I wanted to, you know, get some seed, what would I do? So the first part is to set up a digital wallet. Okay. Um, so we've, we've put some instructional videos on the site, actually. So it takes you through... And how can I find those? Where would I go? If some, for someone so listening to, right now. Yeah, so go to, live, to adept.livetree.com. Okay. Uh, there's a section called pre-sale. Click on that and there's three uh, YouTube videos that we've got. Two YouTube videos. And the third part, which is buying seed, which encompasses putting the, the token, address, the contract address, and so on in there, we, we're going to put that in once we actually launch the sale. Mm-hmm. But the first two parts to get prepared are to one, set up a digital wallet. Uh, you know, there's a lot of different wallets out there. Uh, probably the easiest one is my Ether wallet if you're just starting out. You know, I think one of the key parts of, of crypto that people may not be used to is to have some sort of password um, manager or you know think about where you're going to put your private keys mm-hmm. uh, you know don't just store them on your on your laptop or computer without any kind of encryption got uh, it because that's your money that's your <laughs> that's access to your account right yeah so that's the first part and uh, the second so once you've got your wallet 
uh, you've got your private keys for somewhere safely. The second part is to uh, purchase some ether. Okay. Uh, there are a number of different providers out there that uphold. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of different places you can go and buy ether. Is there a problem uh, with Coinbase? Um, Coinbase. Um, or is it? I can't remember the last time I checked their fees. Okay. I think that's something else to look for, right? And how much are the fees? Got it. Uh, compare and contrast. You know, I found Uphold to be quite reasonable, but you know, look, we're not advocating any particular brand here. I'm not yeah, yeah. yeah. Just wondering. Yeah. Any of these guys. Um, but yeah, check out Uphold. Um, and once you have the ether in your wallet, the third part is on the first of December to transfer that ETH to a, to a smart contract address. That address will then send you back seed and you'll be able to store it. I think the, the other key part of it is, um, is when, you're, when you're looking at wallets, if you don't decide to go for, for my ether wallet, make sure it is um, ECR20, which is Ethereum compatible uh, 2.0 wallet. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just something to bear in mind. Yeah. Got it, got it. Okay, and so now in your own experience with the pre-sale, has there have there been any things, any things you guys didn't expect? Has it been smooth sailing? Uh, leading up to talk to me about kind of the week leading up to the pre-sale and what things you guys set in place to have like a successful pre-sale. Yeah, I mean, so we have had a ton of of um, you know big big investors trying to come to us okay. and trying to get in yeah. uh, both on the equity side um, and in and in the in the in the whitelist side of things so you know it's really been trying to filter which people to talk to which people not to talk to and trying to stay true to our values and um, you know we we operate in an open and transparent uh, way and we have done for the last 2 years um, so it was really about, you know, that that process, that side of it has been uh, pretty remarkable. Um, the other side of, of the pre of the ICO world, which I think is is quite um, worrying to some degree, is that you know the number of people that are just sharks and want to join yeah. your advisory board, or you know, I had I had someone call me up and they're like, you know, we want. 60 BTC just to put their name on the, on the and it's like you know what are you guys actually doing yeah. what do you do what value are you adding like, 60 BTC in current yeah, periods that's almost like half a million dollars now it's like you know well so I mean there's there's that's the other thing to, to look at you know so these advisors you know they might have big names or whatever but they don't actually do anything yeah <laughs> um, you know there's and we've resisted doing that because yeah. um, we don't feel like we need to do that, and we, you know, we don't need to. We don't need to sell ourselves out. So we've got a strong product. We've got a clear audience, and we've got a clear market, and we've got an application that's fit for purpose. So well, why would we want to, you know, sell ourselves short and, and sell the entire that. industry short? Yeah, yeah. No, that definitely makes sense. I see. And so now, with when the seed is out, right, and you have it, it's, do currently people have a possession of the seed? No. Okay, got it, got it. So when that happens, that happens December 1st, right? Right, yeah. Okay, and so when that happens now, 
are people going to be able to use that as like a, uh, is that going to be listed on any exchanges? Are people going to be able to buy and sell that as well? Yes, so you, it will be listed on exchanges. Uh, we're in discussion with a few major ones right now. Uh, we'll, we'll implement that post the sale. Okay. Uh, but they will, that will be the primary token within the platform itself. So that that token, you know, I highly recommend you hold on to that and you know put that into your portfolio as something you know that you keep hold of. Um, you know, it has a solid business. Or revenue generating business behind the token itself. Yeah. Um, and that's and you know industry changing. And I think that's that's really where I see the beauty of right now is that blockchain technology is at it really at its infancy. Uh-huh. And projects like this will be looked back at in let's say you know five maybe ten years. And I I really believe that this projects will change the world and how we interact, how we, how, we, how we engage with content and how we learn about our culture. And being at this stage of it uh, is, you know, really exciting and an amazing opportunity. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Um, and one more question actually I have before kind of we wrap things up i wanted to know are you are you guys keeping uh it open to u.s investors i've seen certain icos not do that kind of what's your take on that and can you explain a little bit the rationale behind you know pro or cons against that yeah sure um so you know we, we're advising everyone that you have to really check the jurisdiction we we can't you know we can't take a legal stand on you know every single jurisdiction yeah um so you know i think you know, you have to be comfortable in yourself, really, to, to make those decisions. Um, we are based in the UK, uh, in London, and, you know, we have a strong advisor, uh, legal advisory behind us. I mean, one, one thing I would say is, you know, there's the regulation in this entire market is, as you know, is still at its very much its infancy. Yeah, definitely. And we are, we are a pro-regulation as long as it doesn't put the handcuffs on you. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, the, but regulation is there for a good reason. It's there to, to protect us from the, the, the learnings of the past. Right? Yeah. And, you know, as you, as you were talking about, you know, there's, there's a lot of scammers out there. You know, and there's a lot of people that just, you know, are making things up. And mm. um, I think, you know, that, that's really, uh, that's what the regulation should be there for, rather than... Um, you know, restricting in the top one percent. Got it. Got it. I see. All right. And what else is kind of on your mind today? You know, coming to the office, or you know, what's kind of the next step for Live Tree? What are, your, what's your kind of your immediate focus right now going on? Hmm. So the the token sale obviously starts on December first. Got it. And you know, so there's a lot of uh, movement into you know getting that prepared, getting that launched. Um, you know, talking to you know, thought leaders like yourself, um, and building up to that process. I mean, it's um, it's a lot of work. You know, the team yeah. is fully engaged, and you know, we're really planning for that. that so that's, I guess, you know, immediate short-term goal. Got it. Uh, once that's done, we we already have some films lined up to actually start trading through the platform. 
as oh, soon okay. as we finish the fundraise. Yeah. So we've got three films lined up uh, through our partners, Redbox, and we will be immediately transacting those through a distributor and repurchasing Zeke. And this is ah, that'll okay. be the first uh, that'll be the first transaction we see. Yeah, and it's see it in action, kind of right away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's um, it's relatively straightforward because we already have the legal contracts lined up, and we don't need to build a sophisticated interface. Um, so it's just the signing of the of the document essentially, Got it. and then the transferring of the IP. So that will be the first part that we start running, and then we're we'll, we're moving over the existing. Live tree crowdfunding business that will go in, um, and then underpinning it all is the Blossom TV, which is building in all the DRM into the crowdfunding side and building out the networking community side of it. So we've already started with the DRM part of it, okay, and really in the encryption side of it. So we've been fortunate enough to work with Gavin Wood and his team from Parity. Uh, oh. They are the founders of, well, he's founder of. Uh, of Ethereum, and so you know, we yeah, contacted right. them, and they, you know, they started to offer some assistance. We have an amazing team as well, um, so we've got a fully scaled. I built a team that we could scale. Yeah. So as, you know, as we start, you know, as soon as the sale is done, we're into building, and you know, we've already got the, you know, the, the core components of the architecture all laid out. Yeah. So there's there's a there's the you know the technical side. Uh, which I'm very much involved in as well, because you know, coming from a computer science background, I, oh, okay. you know, and I still dabble with programming as well. So, yeah. Uh, they don't let me too too close. To <laughs> <nowadays>, but, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> but you know, in terms of data, I, I like you know mapping data. I think you know information, you know, and as a penny stock trader, you know, information is actually the most valuable thing oh, we have. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, I, I I like seeing it from that point of view. Yeah. Yeah. And so for the ICO, did you hire like an external team when you guys were doing this or like any outside consultants or agencies to help you? Or is this purely from your internal team going on? No. So, yeah, I mean, we 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 got some uh, external partners as well. Mm-hmm. So they are they're working with us, not just for the sale, but also post the sale as well. OK. Got it. So they're helping do things like community management, you know, helping um think about our you know also helping reach out to influencers and you know i see influencers as and people who watch this channel as being you know, really the the basis of you know how we're going to transform this market yeah uh. and that's how we're going to do it and it's you know carrying on the relationships with people like yourself and you know building that that management i think um those are key pillars to to how we're going to develop the business Got it, got it. Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time, Ashley. For my audience, kind of, how can they kind of uh, keep an eye on you, keep an eye on Live Tree? I'm going to put all the resources yeah. below and with the video, but where, uh, yeah. where can they find you? I think the best way to reach us, and I, is some, I'm on um, what's called Telegram, uh, it's a chat channel, I'm sure you're familiar, maybe mm-hmm. hopefully your, your viewers are as well. So it's, a, it's, a, it's like IM, basically, yeah. it's Messenger. Um, so you just go on to adept.livetree.com and you can, there's a little link saying chat to me. Uh, I try to be on there, you know, 24 hours a day or try and check it as, as often as possible. So um, get engaged there. I think that's a good place. You know, you can sign up to our newsletter. 
Uh, or pre-register. I mean, get your name on the whitelist, actually. That's what you should do. <laughs> got it, got it. And that would be on the website, just put in your email address and they'll be registered for that? Yeah, so there's a pre-register button. Just okay. hit that pre-register button. It asks you for your first name, last name, email. Um, it asks a bit about your background and some, some um, yeah, just just to get to know who who the people are really, and yeah. uh, just to understand uh, you know, what they're kind of what they what they want us to do, which yeah. is you know, being a community-powered platform is so important. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Well, that sounds good, Ashley. All right. Thank you so Thank much you. for your time, man. Thank you. Have Take care. Day. Bye.